Papua New Guinea police say two MPs and a former governor have allegedly been involved in the trade in illegal guns. These weapons are often used in tribal fighting and other criminal activity, and hundreds of people have been killed over the years. Police say there's a rise in the illegal weapons trade in the highlands, particularly in Western Highlands and Chiwaka Province. Politicians and members of the disciplinary forces are also said to be involved. Don Wiseman asked our PNG correspondent Scott Whitey if police have released details fleshing out these claims. Nothing specific as yet, but generally, Don, it's an open secret that there are arms being supplied to tribal groups in, in the highlands in particular, but in other parts of the country as well. So if, if you are on the ground and if you talk to people who are in possession of those weapons, they will basically tell you where the, the weapons are coming from. And it's, as I said, not something that is hidden when you go into the villages and ask them, where did you get this weapon? Who's the sponsor of those weapons? The difficulty is the actual reporting of it and finding the evidence linking the weapons to the, the sponsors of those weapons and, and the, the people who actually bring in those weapons and, and pay for them, uh, pay for the weapons and the bullets. Is this, though, in terms of politicians being involved and police being involved, is this merely at this point speculation by police? Yes. I mean, if you were to look for official sources and, and some attribution as to where where the weapons are coming from, where, where this, the allegations are coming from, that would be difficult. As I said, finding the evidence to pin them down. But people within law enforcement have some idea, or at least know where the weapons are coming from. And a, a lot of it's coming from down south across the border, from the Indonesian border coming in, and some stolen from government armories. And there have been instances where weapons Police weapons, defence force weapons have been recovered over the years, and some of those weapons have been used against service members working in in hotspots in the islands. Do they come in singly, or are they coming in in, in large boxes, and dozens or a hundred at a time? Yes, I've personally covered stories where they've brought in weapons in in batches. So the ones I saw were in batches of six, some batches of four, and and good quality weapons. These are not rusted weapons that you know you see on Facebook that people are holding. Now, these are weapons that have, have been bought with the intention of selling to those who have the money to pay for it. There are also, from sources that I've spoken to, criminal elements that are actually actively trading, as, as was reported by the Post Courier, elements that are actively trading in weapons and bullets, and, and these are rifles, pistols, sidearms. How do the ordinary people in the Highlands, how do they feel about the presence of these guns in the community, do they feel, to to use the sort of language that the NRA might use, do they feel protected by it or are they fearful of these yes. guns? It's a frightening situation for many people in the villages, especially for the women and children who have no means of protecting themselves against people who are armed and dangerous. And that has been one of the primary concerns that was expressed after the kidnapping of the anthropologists and the, the women that were later rescued, that the weapons that were used in those crimes had political sponsors and, and they made no bones about it. They expressed it very clearly. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't reported as such. So it, it's 
it's a situation like that that puts women and children especially in danger. And it becomes more pronounced during election periods where the guns are used to intimidate. A lot of the focus is on the highlands, but it's not just in the highlands. There are pockets of areas around the country where illegal weapons are also used in that manner. Yes, and you make a reference to the academic who was kidnapped along with a number of other people at the beginning of the year. That kidnapping was by, they were teenagers, weren't they mostly? Yeah, they were very young people, very, very young uh, teenagers, basically, uh, and and led by a few adults. And they were also armed in that manner that we're discussing. All right. So you've been around a while. How is PNG going to get on top of this problem? The solutions, well, at least some of the solutions are there. It's being presented by the Guns Committee report that was previously headed by Major General Jerry Singerok. And he's frustrated that many of the recommendations that he's put forward haven't been implemented. Some of it has, some of it hasn't. The government recently introduced amendments to the laws and gives uh, sentence, life sentences to people who are in possession of illegal weapons, uh, which is a positive step. But the people who carry the guns openly in, in places around Papua New Guinea still carry them openly. Sometimes in the presence of police, they use them in tribal fights. And, and police see them. And, you know, saying these things sounds easy, but actually going into those villages, finding the people who possess the weapons and actually arresting them with support from the community is difficult.